0: all righty happy friday this is an awesome awesome episode um welcoming allison ellsworth the co-founder and chief brand officer of poppy one of my favorite acv slash just incredible emerging beverage brands um allison thanks for joining us
1: oh i'm so happy to be here and i am such a fan of dream pops as well so great synergies
0: yes so the dream poppy collab is is gonna yes. is gonna come and it's gonna be next level so <laughs> um amazing well would love to you know just hear a little bit about yourself high level um where are you from and what you know caused you and what was the initial uh, epiphany that that led you into uh the cpg space
1: yeah, so I am actually here in the great state of Texas, and I think that throws a lot of people off that the puppy headquarters is here in Dallas, Texas. It's not in Austin, um, but we're proud to have something healthy come out of Dallas. And so Texas brands love Texas products, and it's been a great place to you know start a company. And so I actually like started this a few years ago. It's, it's we're, Goodness, going on like five or six years. And it started from having a ton of different health issues personally that I was dealing with. From my stomach was always hurting. I was tired. My skin was always breaking out. Um, my body was like overran with candida, like over, like there's all sorts of little things. And I the time I didn't realize this because I didn't have a healthy gut. And so I went to the doctors, they couldn't figure out what was going on with me. And then I was just sick of it. And I think most people literally start Googling on the internet when you don't feel good. I don't recommend it. You'll see all sorts of scary things, but i read like literally drinking apple cider vinegar could reset and detox your body. And so I'd heard of the master cleanse. Like, have you ever tried the master cleanse yourself or heard of it or like drink apple cider vinegar or anything like that?
0: I have, I'm a big brag consumer. So I've had brag since the early days, but I have not done the master cleanse.
1: Yeah. And so basically it's, i i tried like it and i was like okay this taste kind of sucks but i'm gonna give it a shot at this point i was like just a little desperate because it didn't feel good so literally started drinking it and i would put it in like a big cup of water and i would just like try to get it down and it was like ugh but within three days i was like oh my gosh i feel so much better my bloating like issues and digestion issues were going away i like was sleeping better which gave me more energy it was like this like I don't know, roller coaster effect of just like feeling better. And so um, literally was like, okay, I love this. Hate the taste. How can I make this sustainable? How can I make up, you know, like make myself like want to do this long term because I couldn't see myself just taking a shot or drinking this water. Were
0: you just pouring ACV into water and mixing it and, and drinking it? Taking yeah, shots
1: of it. Like a little bit of lemon and water with it. And you'll hear a lot of people say, like, oh, I do that. It's like way cheaper to do that than than drinking poppy you know, was saying, it's like, yeah, well, you're hardcore and it's not as sustainable as you think, right? Like even you you were like, Oh, yeah, I've done that in the past, but it's not something that you keep up with daily. And for me, for my like health reasons, it was something that I saw difference if I didn't do it daily, right? So it was important to me. Um, and then basically I was like, okay, I love to cook. I'm going into my kitchen. I'm going to create something that makes this taste good, but I wanted it to be healthy. And I think like you can understand that, right? With Dream Pops and trying to create like a healthier alternative with ingredients that maybe people aren't familiar with. <laughs> you know, it, good ingredients different and all these things and it's just like I didn't want something that was 150 calories with sugar and and different stuff like that. So, made The first version of poppy back then, it was like our rocket fuel. Um, Yeah. Very strong. (laughs) But I also had Steven and my neighbors and everybody was like trying it and they like loved the taste. So I knew I was kind of like onto something, but it was a hobby. So crazy. And were
0: you working in food and beverage at all previously? Or was this like just something that you were doing on the side that you loved and were really passionate about and were like, I need to make the jump and do
1: this? So weird i was actually in oil and gas research had nothing cool. to do with okay. it and so i actually tell people all the time i didn't start poppy to get rich and like start a beverage company like it was 100 just organic how it kind of came about and literally came from my personal story so after that um i made it taste good and like all of a my neighbors like hey can i get some and i was like spending a lot of time making this in my kitchen i was like dad's like why don't you sell this like why don't you just like put it mason jars and go to the farmer's market right and i think i had my regular job and i was like oh yeah i'll go on the weekends at that time i was like three months pregnant so it was just like a fun hobby and i was shocked like that first weekend we sold out I mean, I think it was like a 4 hour thing we sold out in like the first 30 minutes. Wow. And then the next weekend we brought triple and we sold out in the first like 30 minutes. And then the next week we brought like it just like it wouldn't we couldn't keep up with it. And so um the third week we were there the Whole Foods buyer came by our booth because Austin Whole Foods is from Austin, right? Yep. She was up in Dallas visiting her mom, not here for work. Came by our booth, tried tried it and she was like this is amazing. I see why the line is around your booth. You guys have to be in whole foods. I'm actually like a category buyer. Here's my card. And I mean, that doesn't happen. I don't think people, No, it
0: it doesn't. That's, I mean, that's a huge deal, especially with Mm -hmm. whole foods headquarters being in Texas. So
1: yeah. And I don't think people realize in CPG, like it's actually a lot harder than you think to navigate category reviews. And how do you get into this retailer? Like knowing this person to get even a meeting, like just sending in samples, is not going to really And even it. winning
0: even getting on the shelf it's not over then then you have to move you have to hit your velocities you have to outperform the competitors it's it's so challenging people do not usually I appreciate it Realize,
1: hard. <laughs> and you know what if i knew that back then i don't know if we would have done it right because right. at the time we were like oh my gosh this whole foods she wants it and she was actually really nice and it was before the amazon buyout it was like a year before and so she was really great. We didn't have UPCs, like, or nutritionals. And she was just like, oh, here are some best practices. And we went through that whole process of starting to work on that. And then I was like, I believe in this, like we're doing it. And I like quit my job, like before we even Amazing. got into like before we even got into the Whole Foods and we hadn't even gotten like a yes, but she was like, yeah, I think we're looking at like an October rollout. And this was maybe like April. And so I quit my job. We rented a place in Dallas in like the warehouse district opened our own manufacturing facility. We started buying equipment to like make it ourselves. Um, What were you
0: buying? Steel kettles? Like what what were you doing? It was
1: like we had a friend that like ran a brewery here and he's like literally he could just brew this like beer. And so we bought bought big bright tanks and um, like all chillers. This was when
0: it was called Mother or did you have a different Mm -hmm. name before that?
1: Yeah. So it's called mother and we named it after just like the mother of vinegar. I was, I was pregnant. I was a mother at the time. And so. And you're
0: doing all of this while you were pregnant. I mean, that's (laughs) pretty, uh, that's incredible.
1: Um, I know that it's, it's kind of like, that's what I'm saying. Like if we would have known, like, I don't know if we would (laughs) have done it. So don't think just do, you know, I mean, to a certain extent. So, but no, I quit like quit our jobs. Literally. I tell people all the time. Like I quit my job. We bought a house. I had a baby within and started a company all within a year. Like we're, yeah, Entrepreneurs are crazy <laughs> and amazing at the same time. But a few months in, literally, it was picking up, and we got like the Royal Blues and the Central Markets, and like those started to, like be interested that I made Stephen quit his job too. <laughs> and so, I mean,
0: that's incredible. You know, uh, and
1: like I don't know if you went through. Did you go through anything like that where you're just like, I'm all in. I'm doing this.
0: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I used to be an investment banker, and I quit my job, suit and tie every day, and I told everyone I was quitting to sell popsicles. So. For the first 18 to 24 months i mean i showed my mom and my dad they're like david we love you we believe in you but this is kind of out there this is a little crazy
1: i know i <laughs> so, remember but you,
0: you have that, to go you know. through that crazy moment like if you it, it, and yeah. you're all in. i was all in I, you know same thing totally relate
1: it and that's literally like i told you i time. like you could have all these people that create but like as an entrepreneur when you create something it's like it's like a well, for me, I have two kids, so it's like a third child, right?
0: Yeah, So yep. it's just
1: something that you love and you believe in, and you push, and the heart is there, and you just like can't imagine not doing it, if that makes sense. So, it, it
0: makes complete sense. So my question to you, Allison, is like, okay, you have all your colleagues at your oil and gas firm, and you're telling them you're quitting to, to sell a beverage they've probably never heard of. What were the initial reactions, and how are you dealing with all the people that are, you know, negative, criticizing because? You know i went through my own bout of it so how were you handling that
1: so i remember it was like thanksgiving and my um literally my mom was like you're crazy you're a vinegar girl like what are you doing? like no one's gonna buy vinegar like this is crazy like everyone just kept telling me i was crazy um but my dad is like really big in to being an entrepreneur and my sister is an entrepreneur. And so like, I just, have, I just surrounded myself by people that tell me like, get it. Right. So I think you just don't, you just don't listen. You just get positive and go. I don't know. I didn't, just I didn't, just, like,
0: just surround yourself with positive people and cut out the negativity.
1: Yeah. And so like looking back, I, I remember it, but I don't think it like phased me. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I feel like you, I don't know if it was the same for you.
0: It, it was exactly the same, and I think the reality is, um, you cannot be uh, you, you need to be hundred and ten percent on on your vision and your dream and believe in what you're building. And there's no room for doubt. There's no room to even be around people who aren't going to support you. And I think, look, the biggest challenge that I see is I know a lot of people that want to quit their job and go build something. But you need to realize it's, uh, you know, seven days a week, all in, nonstop. And it's, you know, you, it's not a nine to five. This is a completely different lifestyle choice. Mm-hmm. And it's forever. Um, the, usually, and I'm sure you see this too, uh, anyone who's just trying to get into this business to make a lot of money or a quick flip, good. like I wish you the best of luck, but it's never going to, ha- like, it's not going to happen. So
1: it's, it's not, and it's literally so much work. Like it's, it's literally the second I wake up, sometimes at 3am where I am sleeping, I pop up because I don't want to forget to do something. And then it's the last thing I do before I go to bed and it's, I wouldn't change it.
0: Me me neither. I I love, you have to love it. And I, and I, I, you can tell the second you talk to other founders that are building businesses like this, you just know there's brands that I, I like to have brands that have soul and you can just see that soul like coming through the founders and the vision and the execution and the company and the product. Um, I guess I'd love to ask, you know, talk to me a little bit about that moment. So you guys started brewing product, you're manufacturing yourselves. Did you launch into Whole Foods or did you, how did Shark Tank come about? How did that whole transition really uh, come come into play?
1: Yeah, so we got up and running and like the farmer's market business was picking up and then we were getting in all the local accounts in Dallas, little food shops, and then like keep in mind, we were manufacturing ourselves, distributing ourselves, um, selling it so ourselves. So
0: you, you were going to stores and self-distributing to the Whole Foods, no UNFI?
1: No, 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 so this is like right before Whole Foods. So then we go through Whole Foods and we um, it opens up the one DC that we're in. We, we get uh, approval for the 14 Whole Foods stores just in Dallas, right? And we got approval to realize we were so excited, gone all in, quit our jobs, in the facility, we weren't planogrammed. So then we had to go around to each store and sell ourselves in. And then once you sell yourself in, you have oh. to continue to go back to stay on the shelf. Um, so it was like, we went all in, not like, that's what I'm saying, if I would have known this, like, would I have done it? I don't know. And, but at the time we didn't you know- You would have done
0: it anyway. You would have done it, yeah, come
1: on. You're, you're probably right, <laughs> but, like, we didn't know. And it was just like part of it, the grind. I mean, I remember, I would go stock the shelf with like at, by this time I had my first and I remember being like on the line putting caps on bottles went into labor and was back on the line with the baby strapped to me two weeks later doing deliveries with the baby strapped to me with like um straight up like pushing the drinks loading in coolers with the baby strapped to me like I'm straight up and we weren't paying ourselves like Stephen had a second job that he was doing at night like mapping he was like for oil and gas companies that you could do at night to like pay our bills. Like it's just, it's a hustle. And at the time I I just didn't think of it, we just did it. And then, so it was picking up, things were going good. So then we were like, okay, we need investment. We'd had a friends and family around. My sister had given us some money and we'd put our life savings in and maxed out our credit cards. We were like, okay, we're growing, we need help. And I saw Mark Cuban he did like, Hey, we're doing open casting calls in Dallas next week, shark tank. And I was like, let's go. Like, we didn't like prep. We were just like, let's go. Like, why not? Let's try. <laughs> Waited in line for, you know, hours and hours. And then you do your elevator pitch and pitch ourselves for three minutes. And, you know, just went for it.
0: So tell me about that shark tank experience. Obviously you guys uh, have Rohan now as an investment partner in the company. Um, How did that airing experience change the trajectory of the company and even transition into what is now Poppy?
1: Oh, it changed everything. I mean, like after that, um, it took like six months to get on the show from the time like you try out. There's a lot of stages. There's a lot of due diligence. And we finally got to the point where it ended up being June of, I think 2018. And, um the head producer on shark tank was a huge fan of what at the time was mother and so what people don't really realize about the show is they actually do want you to get a deal so they they want to give you the best opportunity possible and rohan was only on going to be on like one episode that season and they wanted me to be able to pitch to him but they actually don't tell you who the sharks are until the night before so we didn't know what we were going into and that he was going to be there and i was pregnant with our second at the time and i was nine months pregnant and i kept being like you guys like they kept pushing our dates but it was because they were trying to on like looking back at it and i was like oh this is crazy literally after the that i had the baby like 10 days later but um wild with it and so finally we get on and we pitch and all the sharks like you're in there for like 45 minutes and they're just really new and all the sharks started dropping out and then rohan He's just like the best sales guy you'll ever meet. I mean, like, he's a master. Like, I had no idea. But he, I guess, at the second the product, he knew he was going to give us a deal on the back end. And it's something that he'd been like looking for for a while like, a better for you, shelf stable, like soda. Right. He's like, he comes from Coke, he's been in the world of beverage. And so he said it was something that he'd just been like dreaming of and he has a really amazing palette. And so he said like, yeah, he's had a lot of things pitched but it comes down to taste at the end of the day. And so he said tasted it and he's like, this is what I've been looking for. So he offered a deal and we were like, deal. Like we took it right away, we didn't even fight him. Um, And then we actually took a year off and literally spent a year rebranding to Poppy. We. Pulled back distribution. We like just serviced. I think like our Whole Foods accounts and like some of these like major ones just to keep the relationship. And we did consumer studies. We did so much stuff with Rohan's team to build Poppy, and then we launched in COVID March of twenty twenty.
0: <laughs> what I will commend you guys for, because it's it's rare, is patience to get it right and
1: yeah. then to
0: go into market because everyone is go, 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 review cycles take so long. You know, you could tweak the product once it's in, get it into as much distribution, get the top line sales. I really commend the patience because there's a lot of uh, action and activity and alternative soda and in beverage and RTDs, you know, kombuchas, all sorts of products. And so you, you guys nailed, like you nailed taste and you nailed the product and the story and i commend you for it because it's it's really differentiated and it's you know it's, it speaks for itself so
1: no it's tough it's funny we actually went like for example we didn't want to miss any category reviews, so we pitched mother and then like when it was like time to start submitting everything we like just kidding it's poppy it's better <laughs> um Joking. I know, you no, know, like honestly, I would like Whole Foods. We ended up getting approved for like se- we went from 14 stores to seven regions, which is like absolutely unheard of. Um, yeah. and we it was with mother, and then like we had to go back like four months later and be like, because at the time we, we, we went back and forth whether we we're going to change the name or not, right? And you were so, in a
0: glass bottle, we
1: we're in glass bottles, we we're all this stuff, and we, we were trying to make the poppy braining work on the glass and like the name, and like everything was just like not working, and so um basically then we went back to the buyer and we were just like look we totally pivoted we're going to kansas we changed the name and they were like uh what are you guys doing but we we ended up getting them all on board we're able to hit all our rollouts and all of our dates except for the fact that we did roll out kind of nearing covid and they were kind of stopping everything which i'm sure you guys felt a little but once they kind of got everything back on track um we rolled out to sprouts nationwide and like whole foods seven regions but what COVID did do is it made us focus on <clears throat> Amazon, which we maybe would not have so early. And now we have a thriving, like crazy successful business on there too. So things always happen for a reason.
0: So true. And you know, yeah. I guess what I'd love to transition to is you built an amazing brand. Um, love the ACV spin that lives behind this clean soda product. Um, you know, what What have you guys seen? You mentioned Amazon. You're um, doing an awesome job on TikTok and other channels. What advice would you have for other brands trying to make some noise, gain distribution, and, and you know, really compete in arguably one of the most competitive times in, in the
1: space? I think it kind of goes back to all that work we put in on that that you're off is having a strong brand is crazy important. So you want to know, like know your tone of voice. You want to know, um, you want to be consistent. You ha- want to have your messaging consistent so that you are recognized, whether it's online and a social post and store a piece of POS, like all those things really are so, so, so important to help build a brand so that people recognize you anywhere you go. And I think it's lost. A lot of people get really caught up in like, I just have to get on the shelf and the product and this and like they like that little extra little touch can make a really, really big difference. Um, and then just the messaging behind it, the fact that this came from like a place of love and my story really connects with people. And so like having, if you don't have that, like be what's like your mission, what's your purpose? Um, nobody like, are you a product or are you a brand? I think it kind of comes down to so. so
0: on that, you know, what would you, what, what, what is for you and your husband, you guys are in this every day, nonstop. What do you hope to accomplish in the next five, 10 X number of years? And what is your guys' mission with Poppy?
1: Yeah. So I think for us, we're really, going after big soda it sounds crazy but it's time right like it's literally we've we've never seen anyone really disrupt the big soda brands and I really feel like our generation and the younger generation and even the older generation like they, they're just sick of it the sugar laden the high fructose corn syrup like all of these things um, nowadays people are spending more like on their food than they are clothes, right? Uh, the younger like Gen Z pop. And so I think for us it's just going after and getting more people to replace their soda with poppy, right? That's less sugar people are, are drinking. It's doing something good for their gut. And and at the end of the day, if we can do that and take away even a chunk of those people drinking sodas. And honestly a lot of people are they're like leaving the, the big soda franchise anyways, right? because they don't wanna be part of it. And so like, they want a full flavored something with their burger. That's not a sparkling water or a cold juice that has like a ton of sugar in it or anything like that. And so for us, it's just like getting as many people as possible to not have much sugar and like focus on gut health and themselves and self care, you know, kind of what, what I went through.
0: Totally. And I think when you have such a massive goal um, to go after the biggest companies in the world um, where, where I know you guys are going to be successful is you're creating a product that it's not sacrificing when you're, you're having a similar taste to a Coca-Cola or to any soda product. You know, it doesn't feel like, oh man, I have to drink this instead. It actually feels like, wow, I can get the same benefits and taste and experience from a poppy as I might from like a, a Pepsi, Coca-Cola, whatever brand um and that's where i think the biggest success stories are in this space is like when people don't feel like they're sacrificing and they still get all the benefits with the taste um and you guys are doing that so it's it's really really cool to see um
1: yeah, i think well, there's energies though like between what we're doing and what you guys are doing right
0: yeah we're i mean we're going after hershey's and, and mars and we have the same same exact thesis why yeah. does a snickers bar I, like i don't think that that speaks to gen z the same way that like a cleaner confectionery or dessert product might or uh you know a haagen-dazs bar and jerry's i love those brands but right. uh, i think it's i think it's like you i think it's time and people are really starting to educate themselves on what they're putting in their body um
1: yeah so, and i think
0: that's why like our brands are very similar we have very big aspirations and i'm excited to, to watch us both grow and, and yeah. accomplish those dreams so um Allison, this is amazing. Um, any last advice you might have for people who want to get into the space, build you know, build this business? You had a couple nuggets that were really amazing things about um, you know being thoughtful on why you're doing it, um, you know, perseverance and grit. But any advice you might have for people that want to build a company in the space?
1: Yeah, and I think what maybe a lot of entrepreneurs get caught up on is maybe like, for example, you come from you said investment banking or yeah. Like that. So like neither Stephen or I came from any kind of world. I like guess we worked in oil and gas, but we didn't understand like any makings of a true like business behind and like don't get caught up in those little things because at the end of the day, you can surround yourself with people that can help you in those areas. And as an entrepreneur, you're willing and able to learn so much. Right. And so I think a lot of times people find reasons to not do what could be amazing and like, don't let yourself think that way.
0: I agree. I think people undervalue and underestimate what they're capable of. If their back is up against the wall and they're forced to go after something and make it happen. So
1: yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So
0: Allison, you like? thank you. Thank you so much for jumping on today. I know how busy you are. Congrats on all the growth. Um, anything new that you can, can share um, from Poppy or things that we should keep, uh, keep an eye out for. With you guys
1: yeah no i mean i think we're just everyone's ramping up for the summer you know for us like ice cream and beverage like summer is like our key months and excited the world is opening back up we're really focusing on our key markets we're um new york la miami dallas austin you know but we just launched like target nationwide which is insane where it's crazy successful we're loving i really think poppy was like made for target like the colors and everything so that's been really exciting we're gonna do some fun activations out in the hamptons this summer and some stuff in la so just kind of ready for the world to kind of get back to a certain extent without covid and just really see what we can do, and of course we'll safe with everything.
0: Amazing! Well, congrats on everything. Thank you again, and uh, you know, guys, go go get some poppy. Great, great product. Amazing team, and some dream pops.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cheers.
0: Cheers. Thanks again, Allison.
1: All right.